Welcome back to another episode of the Golden Handcuffs Guy podcast. I want to talk to you a little bit about my journey with self-mastery. Is it going to be something that builds? Is it going to be a life-giving interaction in some big or small way? Or are they just going to be an accessory or even an obstacle? Get yourself uncomfortable. Take, do something that makes you not want to be there. Dude, I, I can't even imagine thinking the way that I used to think. Now, we were living parts of our vision and we wanted more of it. So I may have mentioned it before, but I've been on a little bit of a journey with self-mastery. And it all started with uh, one of my coaches. He started a group to kind of lead this self-mastery journey f through 2020. He kind of set that as the theme for himself for the year, and he wanted to do it along with a group of people. So he's kind of started this movement of a little over 100 people now that he's leading through this self-mastery journey. And at the beginning of the month when we started out, we had this call and we were kind of really talking about well, what is self-mastery. And for me, I wrote down a few things of what that means to me because it kind of means a little bit of different things to different people. And for me, the things that I wrote down was uh, not a victim, uh, at peace, learning and improving, and chooses responses, whether physical, mental, or emotional. And what the what each of those mean, or I'll start with the not a victim, it being responsible for your own life. So if you're being a victim, we have so much victim mentality out in the world right now that everything's happening to us, but we never really take responsibility for our own actions we say hey that happened to me and I can't do anything about it well what could you have done about it so that's that's what not being a victim means at peace like you're, you're present you're not anxious you're not worried you're not um, ball of nerves you're not depressed you're you're just happy with where you're at and not being disturbed or angry or anything like that really got a good grip on those emotions learning and improving and this goes hand in hand with the golden handcuffs not being complacent not letting the good get in the way of great yeah you know if your your job's good well okay are you learning and still trying to improve where you're at in your job trying to be a master in what it is that you're doing but I mean, it goes beyond just a job with learning and improving. Just learn more about yourself, your health, your finances, your uh, spiritual life, whatever it is. You know, there's so many things that we can still learn and improve on. And then choosing responses, whether physical, mental, or emotional. Um, you know, how do you react to stimulus? If if there's some sort of stimulus in in the world, or how are you going to react? Are you going to get angry? I mean, that kind of ties back to the at peace. But physical, are you going to you know, pound things, or what? What is it? You're able to take a step back and and master yourself. Be that master, able to get that control of yourself, and be very deliberate about what it is that you do. So 
part of that discussion that we had in that first meeting delved a little bit further into, hey, what can we start doing to uh, start making small changes that will make a big impact on our lives? And a lot of the discussion ended up focusing around waking up earlier. Uh, I had been doing that for quite a while, up until about the holiday season. I'd been waking up about 4 o'clock, and with the holidays, I fell off. I got I got complacent. I stopped doing it, and I was really missing it, because it really set the tone for my day. So I jumped on the bandwagon with our group and said, all right, I'm going to resume, start waking up at 4 o'clock again. And what I do at 4 o'clock, so I'm not just watching TV or whatever, sitting uh, sitting there at 4 o'clock in the morning. I, I have a routine, so that way I'm controlling that first bit of my day, and I know exactly what it is that I'm going to be doing. So I, I follow Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning to an, to an extent. I, you know, kind of design it for yourself once you get into it. But they're, the ba- basic premise is based off of the acronym SAVERS. So S, first, well, first S, begin for silence, A for affirmations, V for visualization, E for exercise, R for reading, and then the second S being for scribe, because just needed to round out the acronym, basically writing, journaling. So um, these are his life savers, because they're really make um make it all come together so so basically with my miracle morning then i do it is first thing when i wake up i get a drink of water uh, well maybe before that i make sure i snap a picture to be able to show my accountability group hey this date and time i was up here's 402 my alarm went off at four o'clock and i'm up and going uh so i get that drink of water do some kind of brief exercise, not much. Um, just like for me right now, it's push-ups. How many push-ups can I do without stopping? And I make some bulletproof coffee. Love that stuff. It's my go juice. Um, then I, I meditate for five to ten minutes. I read. Um, some days it's like a business book. Some days it's a piece of scripture. Some days it's just something that fits where I'm at, but you, most most of the time it's a business book. Uh, journal, write down kind of thoughts that are going through my head, struggles that I'm having, try to think through that a little bit on paper. And I pray, and I read my affirmations, and I read my vision. And if you heard my last couple uh, episodes, that affirmation part is pretty new coming back on there so um so I, I started doing this routine on a fairly regular basis and i've been doing it for a few weeks and i, I finished a couple books as part of this um journey and i mean i was reading the books at other times too but um bulk of my reading was during this miracle morning and one of the books that i finished was Resisting Happiness by Matthew Kelly. And for the purpose that I'm in search of, that I'm trying to find, like, hey, what is this purpose of my life? You know, how can I 
bring that to fullness in in what it is that I'm doing in the work that I'm doing this book really hit home for me because um, it touched on a lot of the things that I was really trying to find what I was searching for and he talked about this central theme of resistance which is where probably a lot of our golden handcuff situations come from to begin with of hey this resistance, so, so this resistance is kind of this figurative word on when we're compelled to go do something or we know we need to go do something, we, something, something gets in the way, whether it's procrastination or something else comes up that we think is more important that we just make excuses or something, there's this resistance. And so that same resistance can be with our golden handcuffs so that, hey, yeah, I could go make a bigger impact on the world but eh, I'd have to get out of my job and that's make I make pretty good money and eh, I'm not too worried about it those starving kids in Africa eh, somebody else will feed them those kind of things so that's that's where that resistance creeps in and, and just keeps us there in those golden handcuffs so part of what Matthew Kelly was talking about uh, he tells a little bit about his journey and his childhood and different things. Um, but part of it sparked this idea in me to st start going to uh, daily mass. Uh, believe me, I wouldn't have thought of that on my own. <laughs> Especially finding one in the area where I'm at early in the morning or throughout the day. Fit, some way to fit it into my schedule. And I, I did. I've, I found that, and I've been going. And again, this is this is very recent for me as well. And you know, you'll understand why I'm I'm bringing this up here in a minute. But part of the result now from going to that daily mass has been that I'm I'm starting to already see that I'm finding more peace and more connection to what the work is that I'm doing and how I can focus in on the present the presentness of my life and and the importance of that and that's kind of essentially what I was really needing at the moment was to be able to find that because that's where my purpose will lie is is being able to find that um, peace and connection to my work and as I grow that and I follow these different ideas that I have as they come up I'll be able to find that idea that is bigger than I myself am able to do at least this is my theory and I think there's a lot of cases of evidence to maybe support that different people's stories so my whole point here that I'm trying to make is that because I started working on this self-mastery, even though it's a relatively new journey for me, I mean, it's only, uh, shoot, like a month old, maybe, um, I've, I'm already starting to see what it was that I was looking for, or at least what I think I'm looking for. We'll see if that's still what I think I'm looking for here in another month. But, um but to, still with that, it 
it wasn't in a direct way and it wasn't the way that I expected either because I started doing things that I was I was inclined to do by just parts of going through this routine because I started waking up early I was reading more because I was reading more I finished this book because I was reading this book and I finished it I had this inclination to start going to daily mass because I started going to daily mass and I found this presentness and this connection to work so um that's that's what I mean but it wasn't really a direct way it wasn't just because I woke up earlier I found found my connection that's not what it was so part of that though too with this self-mastery journey is that it really wouldn't have been possible without accountability and there's two pretty strong aspects of that one mostly being the waking up and snapping a picture of the time and date and posting it to the group on like our Facebook group of saying hey I'm awake that's that's a accountability you don't want to be that guy that they're having to ask where you at and getting it done so um, that's that's part of it there but two um, my coaching program I'm in it we have a basically an app where we can track that and we can track what we're doing and making sure that we're getting our accountability done every day and it's not just something I'm visible to, able to see for myself um, my group's able to see it my coaches are able to see it so I know that if I don't do that over time then they're gonna start questioning where I'm at on that so and then kind of the last thing here with that is that a keystone habit is really what ties this all together because in order for this sequence of events to happen there's one one keystone or the keystone being like the top of the arch that really makes it all work that that keystone holds the arch up so for me this keystone habit that allows me to wake up at four o'clock in the morning is going to bed by 10 o'clock so I can get my six hours of sleep I know that if I start going to bed at 1030 it is much harder to wake up at four o'clock if I go to bed at 11 o'clock my chances are starting to get pretty slim that I'm gonna be able to wake up at four o'clock if you start seeing me going to bed after 11 o'clock you might as well count me out for the next day so my keystone habit that I need to make sure that I'm exercising my control over that I'm taking my responsibility for is going to bed by 10 o'clock and that means getting my stuff done but as long as I focus on going to bed by 10 o'clock getting up at 4 o'clock is much easier so here's my challenge to you now that you've probably fallen asleep listening to my story try waking up an hour earlier I've said this in some Facebook stuff before but I really mean it it, and it doesn't have to be 4 o'clock. If you're waking up at 9 o'clock in the morning, wake up at 8 and and just do an hour earlier than where you're at. And when you do that, don't, don't just sit around and watch TV. Spend some time doing the savers like the Miracle Morning. You know, do some meditating, reading, journaling, praying, uh... Uh, 
read your vision, say your affirmations, exercise. But pay attention to the changes in your life that come. Expect an outcome, but don't expect how it will come to you. Uh, <laughs> I had this one good friend, he, he likes to say, expect everything and expect nothing. And that's that's what that means is that there's you can expect that everything will come to you but just do not expect how how it will come to you expect that it will do not expect how it will and and be grateful in advance for that because that's another piece that is essential to completing the puzzle being grateful before you go if you'd like to have a one-on-one -on -one discussion about how you can get more fulfillment out of your life, I'm hosting free one-on-one, one-hour conversations to help you get more out of your life. Let's help you get out of your golden handcuffs. If you want to set up an appointment, reach out to me at ghg at goldenhandcuffsguy.com. We'll set something up, get this going, and get you out of your golden handcuffs. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Leave a rating on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to see more, go to goldenhandcuffsguy.com where you have access to my blog, my podcasts, and a bunch of other information to help you remove your golden handcuffs.